2: Raiders Chip Walters joining us AP Tennessee Sports Editor three-time Tennessee Sports Runner of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer she covers the Titans the Predators the Grizzlies college football and hoops please make welcome Teresa Walker high school sports
1: is what we do but it's not all we do don't forget about top five Tuesday and wild and wacky Wednesday be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on southern middle Tennessee sports today 1017 WKOM
0: Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton, here's Chris Yao.
2: Good Wednesday morning to you out there in Radio Land and on Facebook Live and anywhere else you may be listening or watching. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us on this Wednesday edition, Hump Day of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Happy birthday to the goat, <laughs> Oh, not? Not Michael Jordan, General Robert Nealon. Uh, I guess that guy. also. Yeah, there, there's 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 plenty of goats out there. Um, yeah. So, for whom the Tennessee football stadium is named? Have to give him props on his birthday today. Uh, it is also Michael Jordan's birthday, so there's that. Um, oh, by the way, yeah, yeah. you know. In case, yeah, that's just an afterthought here in Tennessee land. But, man, we are super pumped to be here. How are you this morning, guys? It's uh, not only is it General Nealon's birthday and Michael Jordan's birthday, but it's also pitchers and catchers day. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yay.
0: Yeah, Mo, with, uh, of course. Hey, you got to take your positives where they come. Absolutely. Uh, the. the the, the Braves background, which we've been seeing when working from home, you're doubling down on pitchers and catchers day with a Braves cap as
1: well. As as is Chris. Yep. Again, you know, mm-hmm. you got to take your positives where they come oh, from, man. Um, spring training, it's typically a great time of year. Um, you know, looking out the window these days doesn't necessarily indicate that, but um, it's got to be warm somewhere. That's right. And five o'clock,
0: <laughs> always. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't that matter. That one either. stuck up on you, didn't it? I like yeah. that. See, good morning.
2: <laughs> I wasn't ready. Yeah, it's still it, it's still pretty well covered outside at my house, and supposedly we're getting more uh, precip today. Yeah. So, nice.
1: what are the temps? Um, Eighteen degrees right now here in Franklin. Apparently,
2: yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, yeah, I've
0: got eighteen. Down no, so here. it's it's not going anywhere. No,
2: I have nineteen, so I'm warmer than you guys, uh, according to well, Alexa. You anyway,
0: so you're saying there's a chance?
2: I actually said that out loud, and she didn't give me the "I'm listening" look. Interesting.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that rarely happens. Like sometimes you just say anything that sounds like that, and she's like, "What'd you say?"
1: <laughs> today, not so much. <laughs> what, what? What? Yeah, maybe Alexa sleeps. She's like, I ain't yeah. got time for it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is.
0: Even Alexa's cold. She's under the blanket.
2: Yeah, that's it. She, Alexa's cold. She's like, It's cold, and I ain't, I ain't doing nothing today.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you there. ain't going nowhere. Don't... Therefore, I'm not working.
2: Yeah, we just play song quiz. I'm, not, I'm not even mad at her. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> No, I don't blame her at all. Yeah, it's a, it's going to be a really uh, really fun day because we have so little to, to really talk about other than how things have been postponed and canceled <laughs> and whatnot. So, I am curious though, at what point we will find out about District Eleven AAA. I'm hoping that that uh, comes down at some point this morning that should be interesting because I'm really interested to see how they decide to to, to seed this thing and the girls, especially. So
1: yeah, they are, of- um, they're supposed to have their seating meeting this morning. And um, I would presume if they have it, it will be via zoom and um, we'll see. Like you said, hopefully we can get some word on that before we get off the air here today and, and maybe knock that around a little bit. So uh, um Put a couple of feelers out as we progress. See what's up.
2: Dan Jane says he can't get off his little hill. He's stuck until the weekend, and and we sound and look good. So I don't know what which what he's watching, but it's definitely not our video. <laughs> Unless you, he's talking about JP, because JP's got his, his nice plaid on this morning. He had a nice button down, looking good. Flannel,
0: yeah. Put the flannel on blue, today.
1: It, is it that blue and orange? No, ago? no, no. This one,
0: I'm pretty certain about this one. It's red and uh, blue and cream.
2: (laughs) See, it's it's. it's, But again, we're all wearing Braves colors today. That's true.
0: This is this. Yeah, absolutely. This is Braves color. There's no question about it.
2: Big Braves day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Big Braves day. Chop on, guys. Hey, uh,
0: I had a little Braves uh, info yesterday. Dansby Swanson, my boy, lost his arbitration yesterday. He's only going to get six million instead of six point seven.
2: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna include that seven hundred thousand in his extension. <laughs> that's right. All right.
1: Yeah. That's um tough uh, loss for Dansby there. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he's gonna be hurting. <laughs> yeah. Yep.
2: It's odd though that he lost his arbitration whereas Soroka won. Soroka was injured and Dansby had a great year. It feels like that should have been backwards, but whatever. Uh
0: I don't pretend to understand how the arbitration works. I mean, I know the concept that there's a third party, but how they determine that I have no clue. I
1: mm-hmm. always wonder how that goes over in the aftermath when when guys lose in particular. You know, are there hard feelings or or <clears throat> I would think the money you're dealing with doesn't really matter one way or the other. But, you know, the fact that well, they didn't want to give me as much as I thought I should have gotten. Is that something that lingers going forward? Uh, well, I know
2: for Josh Donaldson, it did in Toronto. He was very angry. Uh, so, I mean, I can see how that would be an issue. But I, I'm I'm sure there are some conversations between the, the club and the player. What I I guess it would annoy me if you are a team like Atlanta and you don't have a humongous payroll. I mean, it's not – you know, it's not forty million like the pirates or anything, but it's it's not a big payroll. And you know, it's like, well, what's seven hundred thousand dollars among friends, right? <laughs> so yeah,
1: especially
2: yeah. when you're talking about six million or six point seven. Like at that point, what does it matter? But I, I I get it. I mean, I it is what it is. It doesn't matter because they're gonna play. And I I feel like Atlanta is one of those places, like I've said so many times, that players want to be in because of the fan base more so than the, maybe the organization, which the organization is great too. It's, you know, it's just, I don't think that 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 plays in Atlanta.
1: And then particularly for Dansby Swanson, who's from Marietta. Right. So, I mean, you know, the opportunity to be at home has some advantages over being in, you know, Cincinnati or any of the other twenty eight markets out there, I would think, so you know and i don't I don't think that means you pay in bargain basement, but at the same time, like you said, six versus six point seven million i'm I'm not sure how big a hit that is, yeah, I agree,
2: anyway, we've got a big show for you because uh coming up later in the second hour, we have. Talk about some UT football because at least one player is entering the transfer portal this morning and another tweeted that he would like his release, although he has since deleted the tweet. We'll tell you who that is in the second hour. We also have, joining us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline in the second hour, Pete Weber. He's going to talk some Preds with us. That's a huge huge interview you're not going to want to miss. And, of course, it's Wild and Wacky Wednesday, so we will get you the wildest and weirdest news from across the world in segment six, so that should be fun as well. Make sure to stick around for that. And in this hour, of course, we will talk on Coach's Corner with Richland coach Jason Loveless about his team's uh, rescheduled district tournament and how they are dealing with the long layoff. We'll talk about the final AP Top Ten poll and probably more about these district tournaments as we continue. But we're going to give you the updated district tournament uh, dates for uh, a couple of other districts on the Rundown real quick.
0: This is the Rundown.
1: Oh, in District 10A, all of their – Games have been pushed back to start next week. So on Monday, your girls playing game will have Mount Pleasant playing at Santa Fe and your Hampshire boys playing at Mount Pleasant. Those games are both on Monday, both six o'clock tips. On Tuesday, you will have your semifinal games, um, both boys and girls. So you'll have the Mount Pleasant Santa Fe winner playing at Richland at 530. Um, you'll have the Kalioka girls playing at Hampshire at 6 o'clock on Tuesday. On the boys' side, you'll have Kalioka's boys playing at Santa Fe at 6. And the Hampshire Mount Pleasant winner playing at Richland at 7.30 following that girls' game. Your um, championship and consolation games, the girls will play on Wednesday the 24th and the boys will play on Thursday the 25th. So that is the 10A bracket, and we also have an article to that effect on the website at sm-tnsports.com. Just a
2: quick reminder on uh, that Richland hosting the quarter or semifinal games, uh, they are two hours apart because in between the two games, you will have to evacuate the gym and come back in and pay an extra uh, fee to get in if you decide to stick around, so just be uh, aware of that. In eight AAA, on Friday, the boys and girls quarterfinals at the higher seeds with game times to be determined because traveling schools will have input. You should hear the, you should see the quarterfinals on on Friday, February nineteenth. If they are not played on Friday, Saturday will be a makeup day, and Sunday will be a makeup day. The quarterfinals will be played no later than Sunday, February 21st. The semifinals will take place, boys and girls, on Monday, February 22nd. And those will also be at the higher seed with game times at 6 p.m., unless agreed upon by both teams uh, to be different. Tuesday, the boys and girls finals and consolation games at the higher seed, with the games starting at 6 p.m., unless again agreed upon by both teams. Wednesday would be the makeup day for Final and Consolation games. So that is the 8AAA new schedule. We gave you the new schedule for 10A earlier in the rundown. So that's gonna do it for your Wednesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today.
1: We should also mention that the um, Division Two A District, no, I am sorry, Middle Region bracket has been basically postponed until further notice. They mentioned in a tweet that um, once the snow apocalypse was over, they would um, put out a new schedule. So they're just going to wait until they can tell somebody something definitive. So that's where the D Two A um, Region Tournament it stands at this point. All
2: right. And before we get out of the break, we are going to give you our hardware handed out. It is the end to win life team of the week presented by Custom Stone Handlers. And that's going to go to our hockey champion, the Hind Cup champion, Independence Spring Hill Hockey. So, Independence playing under the Independence logo, but it is Independence and Spring Hill together
1: as a co op. So, congratulations. And, and to the as Eagle. you said, since we, we, we couldn't find a roster, so we don't know how many come from where, but they are playing under the Indy logo. So, there you go. Congratulations
2: to the Indy Eagle hockey team. Our Covenant Technology Player of the Week has got to go to the guy who was the winner of the best match and was named Best Wrestler at the Region 7 AAA tournament. And that goes to Summit wrestler Jarvis Little. Congratulations, Jarvis. He did a great job, as you saw, uh, Mo.
1: Yeah, um, as a freshman, coming through a loaded bracket there at 113, um, defeated two returning state medalists. One of those, a three-time returning state medalist. um, Chris Calvin from McGavick, who he beat in the finals, um, which was, as you said, named best match of the tournament. So... um, Congratulations to Summit Freshman Jarvis Little.
2: And finally, our Scholar Athlete of the Week from Mount Pleasant. Uh, at least near the top ten, not sure if he's in the top ten of his class, but also uh, sporting a uh, very close to a 4.0 GPA is Mount Pleasant basketball player Ken Trey So Ken Trey is our Patio West Scholar Athlete of the Week. Congratulations to that, to that young man as well. And There you have it. That is our hardware for the week. When we come back, it'll be Coach's Corner, and we'll welcome in Richland basketball, boys basketball coach Jason Loveless, as his uh, Raiders are among the top ten in the final Associated Press Bowl. So we'll get to that when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership, and outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931 490 4990 or visit CustomStoneHandlers.com.
1: If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal.
0: Talking high school sports, here's Mo and Chris.
2: Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. We appreciate you guys listening on WKLM 1017 FM, also on Facebook Live. joining us there. If you uh, will search Southern Middle Tennessee Sports, you can join in on the conversation. Feel free to do so. You can comment. We'll be happy to interact with you there. Plenty of stuff to talk about today as we get ready for district tournaments and high school hoops, and hopefully uh, we're going to be getting to uh, the regional tournaments on time, which are scheduled to start the 26th. Is that right, Mo? The 26th, 27th-ish? That sounds right. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, 10 days away, give or take, uh, but... Unfortunately, we've got to get some district tournaments played, and so that's going to be a lot of fun, Uh, especially when you're talking about having to – you're getting a week off between the end of your regular season and, and the start of your district tournament, so who knows how that's going to affect people,
1: right? Well, we've got one guy that ought to give us some sort of an idea anyway. Yeah, uh,
2: we certainly will get to uh, Coach Jason Loveless here momentarily uh, as we are efforting to get him on the telephone. And oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, especially in, in these four-team districts, it's not really that big of a deal. But when you're talking about teams who have to win a game to make the region tournament, that extra – a layoff period, like for Columbia,
1: say, could be an issue. It's um, a challenge, I guess. Like you said, um, I guess the good thing for a team like the Columbia Central Boys is they know that they're in the region, regardless. So um, that helps. But at the same time, you want to, you certainly want to go in there as sharp as as. As you can, and so these type of layoffs don't typically lend to that.
2: Well, it, it doesn't necessarily lend to, to that, I guess. Um,
1: the one thing that, um, Nick Campbell did say coming out of their games last week against, um, against Franklin County and against Shelbyville, they had played five games over an 11-day stretch. They had played three games over four days to end the season. And the one thing that he was looking forward to was, you know, getting his guys off their feet for a little bit, giving them a little time to just kind of heal up some some nicks and and bruises and, and that kind of thing. I don't know that he was necessarily looking for this much time, but, you know, I think that there's kind of a happy medium between that run, run, run and and complete nothing. So that's that's one thing that they're that they're dealing with there. So you know, yeah, them. Specifically. You're right,
2: and that and that's that is one thing that you know. Again, they did have a lot of they played a lot of games in this short period of time, and mm-hmm. a lot of people did this year. I mean, Summit's girls had to play. Were they were scheduled to play like five in seven days, but they obviously didn't play on monday or tuesday so that uh that certainly played played a part in getting them some rest but it's just been a crazy year as far as scheduling goes and then you you add on top of the pandemic issues weather issues and it's like man did, does mother nature even want us to play these games like what's the, what's the deal it does make you wonder you know it's been it's certainly been a um, a wild year let's just put it that way so but you can find uh, sm com is where you can find all of the latest high school uh, sports coverage uh, including um the district 10A tournament which is reset that that schedule is is going to be there uh we'll have the the 8 aaa tournament as well here soon uh, right now, let's talk about uh, another story we have on the website because uh, one of, as we are still efforting to get Jason Loveless on the line, that's that's fine because we can talk about the AP Top 10 and we can get Coach Loveless in the next segment if we need to um, because his team, his Richland boys team are sitting at number three in the state, got a couple of first place votes and... Uh, as they are sitting just above Loretto, who is 15 and 15-3 on the year. Uh, but Richland, big win over number 6 Summertown earlier this uh, last week, I guess. And uh, the Raiders look to be a, a force to be work- reckoned with in Class A.
1: Yeah, you know, I I saw them early in the year over at Eagleville and then saw them Thursday night in that 99-73 win over Summertown. Summertown was without a couple of its starters, but at the same time, this this Richland team pretty well did what they've done all year, and that's spread the ball around three different guys with 20 points each. Um, And, you know, they are just really – balanced offensively they can score it inside they can drive it they can shoot the three um and when they're doing all that they are going to be tough for pretty much anybody to deal with um they have got guys that know their roles um you saw them a couple of times this year and stevie ballinger is a guy in the middle for them who kind of defends the paint and and kind of give them a rim protector to some degree but um He's a guy that can score it as well. He doesn't score often, but he can. And and you saw that in one particular matchup that that kind of um yeah, jumped out at me. But yeah, yeah. But you this, said Stevie Ballinger never scores. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But um, I, I think this is a team that's that's kind of built to make a run. Um, they've got three seniors and two juniors in their starting lineup, and they've played together for a long time, and and I, I think they've got a chance to um to make it to Murfreesboro. I really do, and you know, I, I guess we got to be careful because when we talked about the Richland girls last week after their win over Summertown, somebody um, threw his rat poison out there. So so we got to be careful with that. I guess, but I, I really um I really do like this Richland boys team.
2: No, absolutely. It's very much like the NCAA tournament, right? You know, good guard play is going to get you a long way, and and they have a ton of really good guards. I mean, it's it, it's hard to get past uh, their guard play as much, just like Summertown. I mean, it's just it's it's really good to get. It's really hard to get past that. And here's the thing: is they won't see each other until Murfreesboro again. So, yeah, uh, I'm not sure that's accurate. Uh, there's, according to TWSAA Sports, that that was actually what I was looking at because we had talked about that maybe maybe being a sub-state, and mm-hmm. from the bracket that I saw, it looks like they don't play until. Um, I mean, I guess if they were both, if they are region runner-ups, but it it doesn't look like they would be in the. They would see each other at that mm. point, so I don't know. I, it's um, it's going to be a really interesting uh, final ish uh, because in the yeah, I, I can't find the bracket real quick. But that being said, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how how this uh, this entire class A plays out because everybody right now is obviously. Chasing Madison Academic, who uh, has been the consensus number one just about all year long.
1: Yeah, they've really kind of, um, like you said, they've been the class of of the West. As you look at the Class A top ten, the only team over that way that's considered in the same league with them, Union City and Humboldt, which are ranked eighth and ninth in um in the final poll. Union City just coming into the poll. Um. Now, um, Loretta and Summertown both play that way coming out of Region 6. But, um, again, they would not face Madison Academic. Um, they, Madison Academic would play toward Memphis, and I'm not sure what the situation is coming out of there. I don't know if, they ever, if the, um, the Shelby County Schools ever really got started, so I'm not sure how that would be handled Once you get down to that point, if they would just get a buy to Murfreesboro or or how that's going to play out. There's a lot of, like you said, a lot of question marks surrounded in this particular postseason with the pandemic and everything that's going on with it.
2: My guess is at the lower school, the the lower class level, I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of I think you're going to be able to to feel these these brackets at least somewhat. I don't think you're going to get a buy all the way to Murfreesboro, but there could be some buys uh, in the early rounds, no doubt. So, especially, I mean, just in the lower classes, because there just aren't a whole lot of small schools in the Shelby County system. So it should be interesting to see. I, I'll be honest with you. It's this particular year. Is a year that if you want, if, if you are looking to be uh, to get a state championship and you're not, and it's hard to get past those Memphis teams for you,
1: this is the year to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. Um, this is it, and it, and it's unfortunate. I mean, I think as a high school athlete, as a high school coach, I think you want to beat the best, and and I think if you go to a state tournament and and there's not a Memphis representation there. It's kind of tough, just from a, you know, everybody's saying, well, they should put an asterisk on it, blah blah blah, you know. And people, there will be those that will want to discount it because Memphis wasn't involved, and and I get that. I mean, there is a perception that the best basketball in Tennessee is played in Memphis. Um, is that is that real? Is that imagined? Who knows? But that perception is certainly out there. And you want to feel like you have beaten the best folks when you make a run to a championship. You know, you don't you don't want to have to listen to that. Yeah, but you didn't have to play. Blah blah blah. So, you know, there will be that. Maybe there will be.
2: Honestly, at this point, it it is what it is. I mean, you you can put an asterisk in there if you want to, but it's just a lot of people
1: upset that. Yeah, a, a lot of people are saying, "Hey, we're just happy to play a state tournament." And I I think that's a particular sentiment in basketball this year when you consider that last year they didn't. So, there's that.
2: I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's you didn't play a championship last year and and being able to play one is great. You can put an asterisk on this year if you want to, but just like, you know, Brian Coleman said after the 5A state championship game in football is it was harder this year just to deal with mm-hmm. everything that went along everything with you dealt with maybe you didn't have to play some teams that would normally be there but honestly with, with what you have to deal with it's it's no there's no shame in winning a state championship or even getting to Murfreesboro uh, in this particular sure. season so absolutely anyway. yeah uh, and uh, as we mentioned Summertown is ranked sixth. Loretto, fourth in that class A poll for the boys in the girls' class A poll. Summertown, uh, with one first place vote, sits at number two, with Loretto at number five. Uh, Lady Eagles, they're going to be tough to beat. And uh, I'm really excited to see how this team plays throughout the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, I think for the same reason that I mentioned earlier, that, that I discussed Richland. Um Summertown's balance. I mean, when when you've got um Katie Burdett scoring nine points and, and you're still winning ball games, you know, convincingly. And and I feel like she is if I'm getting ready for Summertown, she's public enemy number one for me. I've got to make sure that she doesn't beat me. Now, in doing that, you're probably going to open up some other things, but I guess I'm just one of those. I'll take my chances with folks farther from the rim rather than those closer to the rim. And anytime she gets it down on the low block, she's either going to score or get fouled and she hits her free throws. So if I can keep the ball out of her hands, I'm going to take my chances with the folks around her. Now, Katie Embry says, fine. I'll throw Haley Jones at you and let her go for 21, or I'll let Kaylee Campbell and, and Ansley Burleson knock down eight or ten threes between them, or whatever else. You know, they are a complete team, but I think Katie Burdett is really the one that makes them, makes everybody else dangerous.
2: Yeah. Um, Ansley Burleson has 52 total three pointers on the year. Riley Long has 32. Uh, both of them are among the, leaders in our area and in points per game. I mean, Haley Jones scoring nearly 12 and Kaylee Campbell at 10, Riley long also at 10. So it's, you know, they are as balanced as you can get. They, and in class a, when you've got a Katie Burdett, it's almost impossible to stop her. Uh, You're just not going to find a lot of six, one, six, two post players uh, anywhere. So the fact that she's able to to do what she does is, is not surprising, to be honest. Uh, right. So it's it's going to be they're, – they're just going to be hard to stop. And one of the reasons they're going to be hard to stop is because this is a team that knows how to win games, maybe not necessarily basketball games. I mean, obviously they know how to win those <laughs> too. But they know how to win championships because this is a team that won the volleyball championship in the last two years. This is – a team that's been in these situations that the pressure doesn't get to these
1: girls and they are expected to be there. (laughs) They really are. I mean, and that's, that's just, um, a credit to the culture that that has been built around that athletic program, not just basketball, like you said, but that's, that's the expectation. And so, you know, being on the big stages and that kind of thing isn't that big a deal to them because they've been there and they expect to be there. And and typically, they perform pretty well once they get there.
2: I mean, that's, that's exactly what you're going to expect. So, there you go. Um, Summertown, number two in the state. Loretta, number six. And they are led by Carly Weathers, uh, obviously, who is a... Um, miss basketball finalist. So, it's going to be a very fun class A tournament and I'm sure we're going to see Loretto and Summertown play at some point again. <laughs> so, should be should be fun. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, maybe we can get Jason Loveless on the line. If not, we'll try to find another coach for coach's corner. Whatever we got to do, we'll get you we'll get you some kind of information. On the other side of this break on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. We'll be right back. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Raiders Chip Walters joining us AP Tennessee sports editor three-time Tennessee sports runner of the year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer she covers the Titans the Predators the Grizzlies college football and hoops please make welcome
1: Teresa Walker high school sports is what we do but it's not all we
2: do don't forget about top five Tuesday and wild and wacky Wednesday be sure and check us out from 9 to 11
1: a.m. on southern middle Tennessee sports today 1017 WKOM
0: Tennessee sports today. Once again with Mo, here's Chris.
2: Welcome back into Southern middle Tennessee sports today. I'm Chris. Yall along with Mo Patton and JP plant coming to you on this hump day edition of this show. We are just about 11 minutes to the top of the uh, 10 o'clock hour where we will exit out of the Facebook Live that we are on at the top of the hour, and we will start back up because we're going to get into some other more regional sports and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. But right now, we have on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, we have Columbia Central basketball coach Nick Campbell <coughs> joining us on Coach's Corner, which is brought to you each and every Wednesday by From the Heart Cafe, located at 4384 Nashville Highway in Chapel Hill. We'll and see Renee and the crew over there because they are fantastic. Some of the best food in the middle Tennessee area. And Coach Campbell, thanks so much for hopping on with us this morning. I know it's been a crazy day as you have found out your district schedule-ish. <laughs> And hopefully, we can get these things played, right?
3: Yeah uh, that would that would be nice. Uh, you know, everybody's kind of in a tough situation with the with the weather and everything else that's going on. So, you know, we just got to kind of roll with it and play when we can play right now.
2: When you and I spoke after yeah. your, I'm sorry, after your district championship that that you and I had talked about getting some time off, uh, this is a little more time than you expected.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that we were going to have, you know, two different types of weather storms, but you know, winter storms, it is what it is. Um, I asked for a little bit of time off and, you know, I guess I'll get a week off, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, we should be well rested. Uh, sorry about that. I just dropped the broom, uh, <laughs> trying, to, trying to move around the house a little bit and dropping stuff everywhere. But yeah, we're getting uh, you know, we're getting a lot of time off right now. Good, good and bad. Um, can't really predict the weather so that's just part of it sometimes
1: and you know nick i guess um when you were talking about having some time off that was at least that was by choice not you you weren't (laughs) having it forced on you so you could kind of work things and maybe get in the gym and get some shots up and that kind of thing but with the weather i mean when's the last time you saw your guys
3: uh thursday when we played cheville of last week um You know, we're going to take Friday and Saturday off. You know, if I had to do it again, you know, try to do it over again, I would do the same thing, you know, because we played five games in 11 days, three and four, all that stuff. But like you said, this you can't really predict, and it's not like everybody else is in the gym and we're the only team not. Uh, It's tough, you know, it is tough. I haven't seen the guys in a week. You know, we're playing really well. So it's kind of, I don't know, hopefully it's, it doesn't kill our momentum, but uh, I know the guys are getting re- are ready to get back in the gym. I've been texting a couple of them, and uh, we got a little group message and, you know, every day they're like, Coach, when can we get in the gym? When can we practice? So we got to got to wait till wait till they'll let us. Uh, so uh, it's good because the kids are ready to get back in the gym. You know, at this point in time, some teams don't really want to be in the gym. They're ready for it to be over, but uh, our guys are not. So that's, uh, that's a good sign for me and a good sign for, you know, for us moving moving forward.
1: We're visiting with Nick Campbell, Columbia Central Boys basketball coach on the Park Sales Hotline. He's visiting with us on Coach's Corners, sponsored by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. Um, Like you said, Nick, you guys had a lot of momentum going up. I think you're on a nine-game win streak right now. Um, And in amongst this hiatus that you're taking know who you play next because you're waiting on the winner of, um, a quarterfinal game. Is that right?
3: Yes. We're, we're waiting the winter the winter of, I said winter, man, it looks so cold outside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're waiting on the winter of large County in Tullahoma. And I just talked to Oklahoma's coach and he thinks the earliest they may be able to play over there is on, on Friday. Um, you know, if we get the weather that they're talking about, I'm not sure anybody will be able to play on Friday. Uh, so right. I don't know. It's, it's kind of tough because you really don't know when they're going to play. And then, you know, will we play the day after? Will we wait till Monday? You know, do they play Saturday? Um, you know, it's kind of tentatively set for all the quarters to be, pl- quarterfinal games to be played on Friday, but you know, if they can't play, they got to push it back to Saturday. Um, you know, nobody can really control it. It's not like somebody's trying to get an advantage over the other person. It's just kind of where we're at. Um, and we don't want to say quarterfinals are, are Saturday, and then you could could have played on Friday and we missed the day to play. Um, you know, but I think everybody around the area is, is going to be in the same situation. There's going to be a lot of back-to-back nights. Uh, because if I'm not mistaken, I don't think 7-AAA, 10-AAA, 11 or TNA, I'm sorry, have not even started yet? You know, luckily we got our play-in game in uh, six, seven. Some of those teams haven't even, you know, got their play-in or their six, seven game in, so they're going to be playing Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, it's. it's and
2: certainly- I guess
3: the question becomes,
1: Chris, um, Nick, you know, at this point, how concerned are you with who you play, and how concerned are you with what you do?
3: <laughs> well, um, at this point, you know, nobody can, nobody can really work on anything because I, everybody that I've talked to, they can't get in a gym. Everybody's shut down, so you know, the quarterfinal games, you may just have to show up and play with no practice um, or one day max, and that's that's going to be tough for everybody. Um, so, you know, we're luckily setting in a good position where, if, you know, the quarterfinals are are Saturday. We'll at least get to practice on Saturday or uh, we'll at least have one day of practice before we get to play. Um, at this point, you know, it's a tournament, you know, matchups are matchups, but I don't really care who we play as long as, you know, somebody's getting to play and we're getting to play. <clears throat> you know, uh, I feel like if we'll do what we're supposed to do, regardless of who we play, we'll be fine. But it's hard to say that when you haven't done anything in of days. Uh, but everybody's in the same situation, so it's, you know, kind of hard to complain uh, when everybody's sitting sitting the same.
2: What do you think this does as far as keeping your – you know, once you do get playing and you, you do – you will end up having to play at least potentially back-to-back nights. It uh, could be Monday, Wednesday, but probably Monday, Tuesday. After that, uh, you know, the region tournament starts. What advantage does that give you as far as, you know, not having that layoff between the district tournament and the region tournament. Is that an advantage or a disadvantage?
3: Well, my first year I was at Central. We won the district tournament, and it was on a Saturday. Well, we had an entire week off, and we were supposed to play that first-round region game on a Saturday. That was when it it flooded quite a bit a couple years ago, and we ended up not playing until the next Tuesday. So we had almost 12 days off, in between our district championship game and our first round region game, you know, it's hard to practice for 10, 11 days at that point in time during the season. Um, it's really hard to practice that long, you know, without playing any time. So I think the more that we can play that week, the better that we'll be. Um, you know, you still want a couple of days to, to be able to prepare for the for the district tournament and the, and the region tournament. Uh, but like I told somebody the other day, I would rather have two days of, two days of prep for the region as opposed to two days of prep for the, the district championship game, because uh, I already know how we're going to play, play the district teams. Our kids know how we're going to play them. Um, we've seen everybody twice. Most, most everybody's got people back from last year. So our kids know each other. So I personally, I like playing and having two days of two days of rest or prep for the region as opposed to seven days off. Um, but, I also like to play, uh, and I think our kids, you know, they're doing a pretty good job right now of bouncing back from back to back because, like I said, we had quite a few games the last week and a half, two weeks of the season, and uh, they responded pretty well, pretty well to that.
2: Well, it should be a lot of fun. A AAA tournament starts on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. We'll see. Uh, championship games scheduled for <laughs> or Tuesday. Some
1: combination thereof. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh,
2: championship and cancellation games are scheduled for uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on yeah. weather and everything else. So, should be a lot of fun, Coach. Thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning. We appreciate it.
3: Thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all doing this.
2: Absolutely. That's uh, Columbia Boys Basketball Coach Nick Campbell on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline on Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner is brought to you each Wednesday by. From the Heart Cafe out in Chapel Hill, where Renee Hart and her group do a fantastic job with burgers, sandwiches, meats, vegetables, and really supporting the community. They do a fantastic job, and uh, they just celebrated their one-year anniversary, so make sure and go tell them the uh, congratulations for that. And when we come back, we are going to be joined uh, by Nashville Predators sportscaster, seven-time tennessee sportscaster of the year pete weber he'll be on the other side of this break so don't go anywhere we'll be right back on southern middle tennessee sports today